Well, hello. Welcome to the VHD podcast. I'm Callum Leslie and this is my podcast. This is a thing that I'm doing. It's a thing that I've wanted to do for a long time. I'm very excited. Of course, this is a podcast where I'll be discussing every episode of Stargate. At the moment, I'm saying Stargate because SG-1 is big enough. And who knows if in what it's going to be like four years this is still happening maybe i'd talk about atlantis and universe as well but at the moment we're talking about every episode of stargate sg1 and it's kind of a fitting time to be doing this which is funny to me because this is something i've been talking about doing for a long long time stargate has been a big part of my life ever since the whole time it was on the air i was five when it started airing in 1997 and I was 18 when it went off the air. And that's that's a lot of growing up. That's a lot of growing up I did watching this show. And, the, and that show was one of the constants in my life throughout that period. There are very few things I still watched on television at 18 that I watched at 5. Uh, I think that goes without saying. And Stargate has always been a big part of my life. And uh, the, the cancellation of Universe and when Stargate finally went off the air for good was was a big, big moment in my life. Uh, and maybe we'll talk about that much further down the line. But as I say, in 1997, when this show first aired, I was five years old, and I became obsessed. I was already a big Star Wars fan, big sci-fi fan, and uh, and and Stargate was was my thing. It was my sci-fi. I think perhaps the modern day quote unquote setting of the show spoke to me a little bit more. Uh, but also, I really latched onto the values of the show, the values of that team. Uh, which is something that if you watch something like Star Trek, Star Trek was more of an ensemble cast, and I, and I was a casual Star Trek fan uh, in the UK, aired on the BBC, used to. Uh, everything except the original series, the TNG, Voyager, TNG, Voyager, and DS9 all aired on BBC, and I watched those uh, intermittently. But the, I think the ensemble cast was a bit hard for me to grasp as a kid. Just having those four people, those four distinct personalities in the SG-1 team uh, was really, I think, part of why I latched onto it. And the family that that spoke to, uh, I was raised by a single mom. Didn't uh, My dad was not that around. And perhaps that appealed to me as having a family. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't claim to want to psychoanalyze my five-year-old self. But... Uh, if I remember rightly, my uh, I started watching it on TV uh, through, vi- through videos given to me by my mother's then boyfriend. She had a, a boyfriend for a few years who had had cable television, satellite television. We didn't have satellite TV uh, until a few years later, and he would give them to me on long play video cassettes, and. Uh, Video cassettes, VHS tapes were a huge part of my childhood as well. Uh, I had all manner of stuff recorded on VHSs. I had uh, a huge Disney VHS collection. Um, I, I had a, a, a lot of VHS tapes. I, I used to record professional wrestling on VHS tapes. I used to have these Sky, these uh, Stargate video tapes as well. All the way up to about season four. Uh, yeah, that would that would make sense. So season one to season four. Uh, I believe he possibly first recorded them from for my mother, uh, but I don't know that she was that into it. And uh, in the end, and I ended up being the one who was into it. And it was yeah, up until about season four, 
he would uh, record those for me. And then there was a gap after they broke up before uh, my stepfather moved in and we got satellite television. And then I picked Stargate back up again. Uh, Quite a a bit later, actually. There was quite a a gap there in my Stargate watching past season four. But uh, yeah, I don't want to digress too much, but season the first few seasons in particular were very important. Uh, I had an I had only one official Stargate VHS tape, which was uh, season one. It was, I believe, uh, Enigma and Solitudes, if I remember rightly. So I must have watched those two episodes probably more than any other episodes of Stargate. So we'll come to them uh, relatively early in the in this endeavor. This is something I wanted to do for a long time. It's something I've joked about doing for a long time. Uh, I have another podcast called Answering the Ten Count, which is a, a professional wrestling podcast. Myself and one of the other hosts on that are big Stargate fans, and we'd often joked about doing this, uh, about doing a Stargate rewatch podcast. He doesn't have the time to dedicate to it, and and for me, this is kind of a it's also a personal thing. So I'm I'm doing this on my own. I may be joined by other people at various points. I don't, I don't know how this is going to work. But we're going to talk about each episode. We're going to discuss it. Uh, we're going to look critically at some of it because, oh God, some of these first episodes of season one, obviously Children of the Gods, I don't want to, you know, don't want to spoil anything for the first episode, but Children of the Gods, we're going to have to talk about reproductive organs. We're going to have to talk about the nudity uh, and perhaps the... Uh, the future, the subsequent editing out of that nudity, the comments from the production about the nudity, and and, and maybe look at that in a little bit of detail, uh, why that was there, and and think critically because also then in just a few podcast episodes into this, we're gonna have Emancipation, which is another weird episode uh, in terms of gender politics. This show didn't always have the best gender politics. Uh, also, arguably there's a lot of uh, colonialist, potentially racist undertones in the show when we're looking at it more critically than I did as a five-year-old. And, you know, we're going to talk about that. We're going to look at it and we're going to analyze it. Uh, we're going to we're gonna look at where the show went wrong. I mean, the show is 20 years old, in fact, and, and that's what is really funny about the fact that I've just decided to do this now. Uh, I've decided to do this now because uh, all of Stargate SG-1 in fact, all of Stargate has been added to the Sky Television service that I have, so I can rewatch it while it's on there uh, on my TV. So I started doing that with the first episode just yesterday, in fact, when I decided to do this. Uh, and then in sort of looking at it and looking at the series, I realized that it is almost uh, 20 years exactly since Stargate first aired. It was the end of July 1997. So we're only just a couple of days past the anniversary of the, the the first airing of Enemy Within, the second episode, or the third episode, depending on how you look at it, but Children of the Gods aired on the same night, so we're going to do Children of the Gods as one episode, and then Enemy Within as episode two. Uh, in the same way, I guess you would watch it on a DVD service. Uh, on the on-demand service that I have, it does actually have the two parts of Children of the Gods split up, but if you watch it on DVD, I'm pretty sure Children of the Gods will just run all the way through. And obviously, if you have the final cut, uh, the director's remake version of Children of the Gods, which I'll also talk about in the podcast, that uh, that runs all the way through. So we'll, we'll do that as one episode so we can talk about the debut and the premiere and all that was set up in Children of the Gods. Because actually, Children of the Gods Part 1, uh, maybe I'll talk about the split between the two parts as well when I'm watching it that way, but it's kind of interesting how little is in Children of the Gods uh, Part 1 of the actual story. 
of the Children of the Gods pilot. It's very much that first episode, that first 42 minutes or so on, is very much about establishing the team, the characters, and also the Stargate can go to other planets premise. Uh, we're not going to talk about the movie, mostly because the movie wasn't part of my journey. I didn't see the Stargate movie until many years after I first saw SG-1. Uh, I don't actually know exactly. I, I ha Again, I got the VHS. I think I think it, my mother might have owned the VHS, and I'd only sort of got my hands on it and watched it a couple of years after watching Stargate originally. Maybe that's why she was originally given SG-1 to watch. I don't, I don't know. But um, the movie... Has, I've never been a huge fan of the movie. I think the movie's fine. I've maybe only watched it three or four times, which compared to SG-1 is nothing. Uh, I've watched all of SG-1 at least twice. Uh, some episodes, as I say, uh, Enigma and Solitudes, I'll have watched dozens of times. I practically wore that VHS out. Uh, and there are other ones that I've gone back to time and time and time again, like Lost City and lots of other favourites. I had uh, Season 6 was the first DVD box set that I had. Um, I had I went into a, a DVD store and season six was the cheapest, so I bought it. Um, apparently there was a five pound discount for an absence of Michael Shanks. I don't know, but I, I got season six. So I watched season six a lot, uh, and I don't think I'd necessarily seen all of season five when I watched season six. I then got uh, DVD box sets in second hand store, second hand stores. And bought the individual DVDs on eBay and stuff until I had a full series uh, box set. I had, I had the full series of DVDs, and I later consolidated those into the the official release, complete series release, which sits pride of place uh, in my office. Probably having never been watched because it's all on DVD, and I don't really watch DVDs. Why would I watch DVDs? Uh, but now I'm rewatching them. If we lose them, I do have the DVDs. Uh, if they go off the on-demand service, I got the DVDs, so we're good to go. But yeah, so I watched season six quite a lot, and th there's a lot of stuff that I've gone back to. I think, uh, if I'm right, saying Full Circle, the episode where, where Daniel comes back. I'm getting ahead of myself. I don't want to talk too far in the future of episodes we're going to talk in about in years to come. But we're going to start with season one, obviously, and go through it episode by episode. I should say this project's also been very much inspired by uh, The West Wing Weekly, which, if you're not aware, is a podcast which goes through another one of my favourite TV shows of all time, The West Wing. And I think perhaps uh, The West Wing is the show that I've watched the most. I think I've watched The West Wing in its entirety three times, and I'm currently also on a fourth rewatch of that. Uh, that's a podcast by Joshua Molina, who was, of course, in The West Wing, and Tarisha K. Sherway. And then I should credit them because their podcast uh, is sort of the inspiration for this in a way. It sort of showed me that this is the sort of reflective, critical, introspective view of a show as something that can be done. And you'll see, I think, a lot of the style elements from that show in this in this podcast from that podcast so I, sh I should mention that from the outset that that is an inspiration uh but yeah i think that's kind of sets out where we are here sets out where we're going we're going to watch all the pod we're going to watch all of the episodes uh, i guess i should speak a little bit about the the name and and uh, again a, a part of the mission statement there the dhd podcast uh, i kind of didn't spend didn't put too much thought into the name of this honestly I kind of honed in on this quite quickly. 
and I think stuck with it because I talked earlier about the values of the show and that home uh, that value of home and the value of getting home, the value of having a home to go to was always part of the show. I, I remember that being something which I really latched onto in, in episodes, episodes where, where there was peril in terms of getting home and the, and the idea of the, the, um, the, the code to, to open the iris and that sort of thing, which I'll talk about, uh, the episodes where they're stuck in a, there's a team stuck in a, a, planet with a black hole and they can't get home a matter of time was another episode i've watched a lot uh because it's it again speaks to those values so that's kind of where we got we, we got to with dhd uh because it represents the value of home and maybe that's a little bit corny but that's that's what we're gonna do this is a, it's gonna be a critical podcast that we're gonna talk about what went wrong with the show and, and, and some of the issues with the episodes but ultimately it's also uh, fundamentally, it's a love letter to the show. It's a love letter to a television show that has been a part of my life for long, for longer than it hasn't. I'm now 25. It's been seven years since it went off the air. So there are only 12 years of my life. 12 years? That's not that's not maths. It's only seven years of my life, plus the first five, where it hasn't been a part of it. Uh, yeah, something like that. Sure. Yeah, maths. Maths is hard. But it's been part of my life for longer than it hasn't. Uh, and and I'm a huge fan of the show. The show is a big part of my life. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to go through it episode by episode. It's going to be mostly just me sitting here talking about it. We're going to have... I'll use clips from the show. I talked about aping the style of West Wing Weekly. We're going to use clips from the show. We're going to look at outside source material. We're going to look at... Uh, reflective interviews and, and commentaries and things like that to talk about the the meaning of certain things particularly the nudity in children of the gods that will be our first big discussion i think on the podcast but uh i hope you enjoy it it's not going to be a particularly loud podcast it's not a particularly exciting podcast it's going to be a very sedate discussion kind of like a book group but for a weird televised sci-fi product I hope some people do enjoy it, but if you don't, I really don't mind. Uh, this is very much for me. This is a thing that I'm doing for myself and a thing that I've always wanted to do. And if I didn't do it, I'd always think I wish I'd done it. So that's that's what we're doing. So thank you for listening to this first episode-ish, this introductory paragraph, if you will, on the book that we are here to write about this show uh, you can follow the show on twitter at dhd pod and it's on facebook as well uh, facebook.com forward slash dhd pod this podcast is hosted on soundcloud which is my preferred uh, podcast hosting it's where I host, I host all of my podcasts uh, that i do and for, you can follow me on twitter as well at calm leslie 92 if you're listening to this you probably already do but uh yeah do do listen to do do go follow us on twitter at DHD Pod, and we'll, we'll be discussing the episodes on Twitter as well. Facebook will be the main place, I think, where uh, we invite comments to discuss the show uh, and have discussions about what's what's been said in the episode and what's going on in the episodes we're discussing. But that's probably enough. Fifteen minutes of an intro, sort of setting out who I am, what this show is to me, and where we're going. Look out for the first episode on Children of the Gods next week. <laughs>